Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. was quite the turnaround, wasn't it? I mean, as soon as the Vince McMahon regime was over and Triple H was in charge, at least in terms of creative, everybody all of a sudden went, hi, that Michael Cole, he's pretty good. And he is. I've always thought he got a bad rap because he has so many plates to juggle or spin or whatever the phrase is. But also, he had to deal with somebody shouting in his ear the entire time. And do you know how difficult that would be? Be like this. Hello, hey, my you, name. Be more than me. Come on, do something. What are you doing? You're too I mean, seriously, you start to cry. But now he does have that freedom. And yeah, fans love Michael Cole. Why? Here's why. Now, I think there's a few things to this, other than the fact that Michael Cole is just a good broadcaster, and we should probably accept it, especially as he has been doing it for 25 years. But if we do go in our time machine and we go all the way back, he did always have this massive obstacle. He was trying to replace Jim Ross. Now, like anybody who grew up watching wrestling in the 90s, good old JR will always be your favourite commentator. It's the same for me, it's the same for you. I mean, he had so many legendary calls but also, he made you feel all warm and fuzzy in your tum-tum. You'd watch Raw, you'd watch SmackDown, you'd watch a pay-per-view, and there he was saying, oh, hello, and it was like, oh, Jim, you're the best. And I will even say that I think Vince McMahon tried to speed up getting rid of him. I mean, he is still commentating now, for goodness sake. So whoever was going to come next was always going to have somewhat of a poison chalice, because straight away, it doesn't even matter if they are the greatest announcer ever. Fans just throw their hands up and go, well, where the hell is Jim? They also get tarred with the brush that it was their fault. So they got an opportunity, they took the job, and then we all go, how dare you try and better your life, your scum? And you can't fight that because you're not the other guy. Unless we enter some kind of weird Twilight Zone episode. But I've been waiting and it still hasn't happened. So this is just human brains, it's what you're used to. And also, when some kind of hero figure does leave your popular television product, you have to look internally as well and realise that time is passing and we're not going to be here for that long and nobody wants that. So instead, let's get mad and yell at Michael Cole. You always do remember the guy was just doing his job. But there was actually another incident that did go down years ago. 
everybody started to stroke their chins and go, wait a minute, that's one of the most horrific things I've ever seen on TV. And Michael Cole was a damn hero. Because on the 10th of September 2012, Jerry Lawler did indeed have a heart attack on Raw. Now, he was Michael Cole's broadcast colleague at the time. So Cole saw this, probably had a few seconds where he was like, what the hell was going on? And simultaneously also had to call the action and keep us informed. I tell you, a decade has passed and I don't know how he did it. I am happy to admit it. I would have had some kind of meltdown. Here was Monshaw Cole just absolutely smashing it. Now, thankfully, today we know that the King was fine and dandy and he's back on his feet. But Mike didn't know that at the time. So he must have been running wild with emotions. And yet he kept his cool. But of course, you could also see that he was absolutely disturbed by this. Who wouldn't be? Whether or not WWE should have just cancelled the whole thing is a different argument for a different time. But after this, not only did Cole continue to tell us about the show and the promotions and the matches and whatever else, but he had to give us updates too. And I never want anybody else to be in that position because in your ear you're going to get, oh man, uh, we've got some news about Jerry the King Lawler. And you're like, oh my gosh, please let it be good. Do not forget as well that Lawler's heart stopped beating for 22 minutes. So this was serious. And I really do think when this did go down, even Cole's biggest detractors were like, well, you know what? He's far better than I gave him credit for. And the major thing was that Jerry was okay. Nothing more important than that. I kind of feel like Cole earned a lot of respect on this evening. Which brings us to the beast in the east. A short-lived concept for the WWE Network, it did seem for a little while like we were going to get house shows broadcast through our television sets. One of these was going to emulate from Japan. There we had the likes of Chris Jericho versus Neville, Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens, Brock Lesnar just eating alive Kofi Kingston, and we also had Michael Cole on commentary. The whole time everyone was like, well, he's really good here. Vota's going on. As it turned out, he didn't have Vince McMahon yelling in his ear because, again, this wasn't a proper TV production, so the boss didn't think he had to be in charge. And surprise, surprise, with this freedom, Cole smashed it. And I really do think this summed it up because it goes to show that when he was doing a Monday or a Friday night production, he was still able to do a competent job while he had someone go, do this, do it, do it now, you absolute mother hubbard. I actually think makes him better. It was the small things that came across here too because Cole and broadcast colleague Byron Saxton sometimes said nothing at all. They let the action breathe and they let the action speak for itself. <laughs> Wouldn't you believe it? it? Made it more hard-hitting. Fans are quick to forget though because that is just the way which is why the arrival of Pat McAfee has been so damn important. I mean, even Michael Cole has come out and gone, oh, that guy has completely reinvigorated my passion for the business. And do you want to know why they work so well? Because they're having fun, they're entertaining themselves, they're enjoying it, and it translates, hits me in the face, and I start enjoying it too. It also sounds like McMahon kind of left Pat alone, so by proxy, he probably did start producing Michael Cole less. And look what we got. Arguably the best team in all of WWE. I mean, seriously, if you want to tell me that McAfee is one of the most entertaining parts of the whole company, I'm not going to argue with that. And a major reason for it is Michael Cole, because again, it zapped him too, and now he's having the time of his life. I mean, Pat McAfee really does come across like a kid watching wrestling for the first time, whereas Michael Cole is like his proud dad. And we always want that. My father thought wrestling was rubbish. So they have a legit become a highlight of WWE, which is only going to get better because, yes, of course, we all know this one. 
Vince McMahon is gone. And you just know his style of producing wasn't ideal because people like Mick Foley way back in the day tried their hand at co-commentary and it was so intense and it was so nuts. Foley went, you know what? I'd rather not be on TV than deal with this. What is wrong with you? So while it stands to reason that Cole was cool with this because he could ride the punches, I don't care who you are, I don't think you can argue that over the last two weeks, he has been so much better because he's allowed to be himself. I mean, he sounds more like a real person for one. And he said the word fan and he said the word wrestler. Soon he's going to say belt and soon he's going to say hospital. Like, what happened to local medical facility? I can only presume that Cole is going to need a few more weeks to adjust to this because do not forget he has been doing it for ages. But when he finds his feet, I tell you now, if you have already been impressed by Mr. Cole, I think he's going to get better and better. And hopefully when he does eventually leave the company, because we all have to, we can finally say, damn it, that man absolutely smashed it. As far as I'm concerned, he definitely did. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 